Yo, welcome to the Mahogany Door Podcast. I'm your boy, Seven Bay. I am your girl, Kay Wonder, and we have our musical guest of the night, Juice Judah. What up, Juice? Thank you. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, you know, feeling real good. All yeah. right. Thanks for coming out, man. We're going to get into your story and all that stuff in just a minute. What you got for us, Kay Wonder? Man, y'all. It's the end of the world. <laughs> they try to get it's like, huh? Yo, it's wild. All right, so apparently, literally, you just got the phone call or text saying that yeah. we are going into, and more than likely, it'll be a two-week quarantine. So, yeah, we're looking at a two-week quarantine. You Look, you can get all your news live breaking right here on the Behind <laughs> Before Podcast. We might be a week behind, but trust me, <laughs> you're going to get the truth. <laughs> I'm going to say this right. But yeah, so we are going to possibly going into a two-week quarantine. Um, hopefully, you guys are being safe. You know, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm always cleaning. I just cleaned up the studio with uh, Clorox, Clorox and everything like that, <laughs> sanitizing everything. So make sure you're washing your hands. I don't think that's a problem for us. Right. It's them others that have a little bit of a problem washing their hands. <laughs> they just nasty. I, I mean, really, no. Y'all know. If y'all don't know, then y'all don't know. It's probably you, but... I'm just saying. Make sure you wash your hands and make sure you throw the paper towel in the trash can, not on the floor. We want to make sure we're protecting and being <sighs> clean. Treat Mother Earth as though we appreciate it. Can I get amen? Amen. amen. All right, all right. Thank you. Yeah, the coronavirus is really, it's like got serious. And apparently our government uh, under this administration didn't think it was something we really need to take serious. No. And as a result, everybody is in panic mode. You can't find toilet paper anywhere. Right. And TK over there putting uh, sanitizer. Sanitizer. Right. Sanitizer. <laughs> Real talk sanitizer. Ain't nobody touch that camera, TK, with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not sanitizer. It's all uh, being sold at Walmart online for like one hundred thirty-five dollars just wow. for a sanitizer. I almost, I was just like, for a regular size. yeah. Wow. And that should be reported because it's price gouging and they'll pull it. The juice. Yeah, so it probably needs to be. But it's it, got to be somebody, the store manager, like, we're going to get this extra. <laughs> we need Tony Baker to do it. It literally uh, was on Walmart. Get on that. And That's it's crazy. crazy. So, yeah, be safe out there, everybody. Cover your mouth when you cough. There are, do, do read up on it because there are some um, tests that you can do for yourself as far as breathing because it is a respiratory um, you know, disease that's that's out there. Absolutely. So um, every yeah. morning, just wake up and hold your breath for 10 seconds. If you feel any pain or you start coughing or anything like that, then you know you probably have some, some fibroids growing on your lung and you need to seek medical help. But Now for y'all smokers on the other hand, <laughs> Smokers call, but I don't know what to tell you. You might just need to go in and get checked out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but um, so moving on. Yeah, everybody say prayed up. Uh, I want to talk about this challenge going on. All right, I don't know if y'all seen the light challenge with the guy and the girl. So it's usually oh, a guy yeah. and a girl, yeah. and they're playing a song, and you know the guy's holding the camera first. Typically, it's the Drake song. Yeah, flip the switch. Yeah, flip the switch, okay. flip the yeah. switch song, and it's a challenge now because everything got to be a gimmick. I feel like. Okay. But uh, but they're changing clothes once they turn the switch back on. The guys wearing the girl clothes, and the girls wearing the guy clothes. Yeah, I'm not with it at all. Like, I mean, I, I understand it's cool. It's a great gimmick. It's a marketing plan. That's dope and stuff like that. But um, I'm not. I'm. You won't catch me doing that at all. Like, for sure. it's too much. I feel comfortable in who I am, straight up. <laughs> but I would just say it's a little bit too much um, of of role reversal. Thank you, Bax. 
And I believe in strong women. My mom is a very strong woman, so it's not one of those men got to be doing this. It ain't that. Right. It's just a man should be a man. Even if he's a softer man, he should still be a man. And when you start getting into things like that, it causes confusion. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I have plenty of friends who are gay mm -hmm. and um, some that are transgender and stuff like that. So it's not a, one of those things where I'm sitting here bashing because it's not that case at all. Mm -hmm. But it is important to make sure that we're not causing any type of confusion to any you know, more type of confusion more type because of there is confusion. enough confusion. Right. Absolutely. And it was funny because um what's his name? Um uh but away you're moving and then and what's his that's that rapper? Right, come on. Travis Boy. No. Roscoe, Roscoe. Roscoe Dash and then yeah. who was the dude that rapped on it? Waka Flocka. Waka Flocka. Yeah. He's the but one that pointed. But he didn't wear dresses for a long time. Waka Flocka? Ooh, is it no. Waka Flocka? No. Young Thug. Young Thug. Young Thug. Young Thug. My bad. So, got my dress mixed up. My bad. Got my dress mixed up. My bad. My bad Waka. Yeah, Waka's a madman. Salute, brother. My bad. So, he's the one that pointed out. And I was like, true. Like, why are there so many men, like, really comfortable just putting on, like, women clothes like this? I think it's a gimmick, you know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like, I really think it's a gimmick. Like, I think, me personally, like, I think the way the media is showing, like, how cool it is to, you know what I mean, to wear women's clothes, like, people is just getting, like, addicted to it, and they just starting to do it, like, yeah. and it's mainly, like, black men, like, yes. I feel like, yeah, like yeah. trying to, like, yeah. demasculate, you know? Yes, black and correct. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny, because I'm watching this, uh, you guys have seen the him commercial with vitamins, it's, like, special vitamins for him, it's a him commercial, okay. if you haven't seen it, check it out, mm -hmm. but, like, there's, it's, like, a him commercial, and then... It's supposedly getting you the vitamins you need, and this one in particular is dealing with hair, like hair restoration and all that other stuff. But one of the things that kind of got me about the commercial was like, the commercial's going on, it's cool, it's great, got a bunch of guys in there, you know, different things. And then at the end, it's this guy, like twerking, black guy, twerking his ass, I mean, twerking his ass off, like going off, like it's a tip drill, <laughs> straight up. And it was just like, yo, that part wasn't needed. Right. And it wasn't necessary to showcase us like that. Right. Like, everybody else is, you know, all the other fellas in there, you know, they masculine, got their hair, doing their hair, mm -hmm. all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. and showing. But him, at the end, is the one shaking his ass. It's mm -hmm. like... It's a Man. Hollywood thing, I think. You know? I, well, I mean, it's more than just Hollywood. I think it's deeper than Hollywood. Hollywood I mean, definitely has for it. For sure, though, for sure. Like, yeah. I just think, like, you just mostly see us young black, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. men is, you know, portraying as women. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, yeah. and that's like, I don't think it's cool at all because no. we have young kids that, you know, grow up and see this thing and you yeah. know, they think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's okay at all. Now, I mean, it, now, if you choose, you know, or you're going through something where you're choosing to, and you, or you feel that that's your route, then that's one thing. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. But I mean, to cause confusion because, you know, you just want to try it or do it, uh, or just to showcase us that way to make us feel more comfortable with it, I don't agree with that. Right, sure. right, I don't right. think that's cool. Yeah. Well, it's getting out of control. I mean, Absolutely. I feel like every other month, there's a new challenge and everybody's up for it. So this is the latest and if you're doing it, more power to you. Um, but moving on, so there's a lot of artists that just drop albums um, or are dropping albums and yeah. one in particular is Little Uzi. 
little Uzi's about to drop the album. They're saying that he's supposed to do some wild numbers. Now, if mm. you're not familiar with little Uzi and his situation, he was signed to DJ Drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then down in Atlanta, I forget mm. the name of the label, but Generation Now, I think. Yeah, yeah there we go. Now. So. Apparently he had an issue. They had a falling out. Mm -hmm. Like they, he realized that he was getting robbed basically by contract them. issues. Yes, contract issues. Yeah. And Rock Nation had to come in and save him. And as a result, he hasn't dropped the album in I don't know how many years because of that. Absolutely. So uh, I'm gonna know, Juice. Are you a Uzi fan? How do you feel about this and you know him dropping? I mean. I'm, you know, not like really like a Uzi fan. Okay. Like I like some of his music. Okay. Um, but I feel like yeah, like you gotta be smart. Like you know, it's like ten percent is like the music, and you know, ninety percent is business. Right. So yeah. like being an artist, you have to be business, you know, savvy, and like know like what you're signing yourself into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, like. Well, another thing is like you said, being savvy is is understanding. We talk about a lot on this on this podcast is. Uh, definitely understanding your contracts, reading them. Yeah, for sure. Making sure that you understand them. If you don't, make sure you hire an entertainment lawyer mm -hmm. or uh, make sure you have a manager that can get you a, a clear understanding on it. Um, sure. This doesn't mean that you trust them, mm -hmm. for sure. but it definitely means that you do the due diligence to to get the best understanding that you can right? Sure. Um, and stuff like that. So definitely. Because people are signing these 360 deals like crazy and not even really understanding what a 360 deal is. And, and, and just to go off of that, I mean, just for those of you that don't know, a 360 deal, because I didn't get a chance to really explain it previous, is that a, a 360 deal is where the label or whoever you're signed to is getting a percentage off of every last thing that you make a profit on. So, for example, we'll do a, a one that everybody knows. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith, let's just say hypothetically, he was signed to a 360 deal when he did the Fresh Prince album. Mm -hmm. Well, he did the whole Fresh Prince of Bel-Air um, show. show. Mm -hmm. So technically, if he was signed to my label under a 360 deal, I would get a portion of that show. Now we all know that that show is still running currently, right? So that means I would still be getting a portion the of visuals. those sales, right? Wow. Not to mention anything that spawns off of anything that I had to do with while he was signed to my label under the 360 deal. So 360 deal does with deals with everything from. Your record sales, it deals with you becoming an actor or an actress, it deals with your clothing line, it deals with any type of promotional um, tours, tours all, of all of that. Wow. Because what happens is, what they feel is, right now, they're the ones that got you on the table. Before, you was below the table. Mm -hmm. So until they got you on the table, that's when you were able to get the sponsorship type of deal. Mm -hmm. So their idea is, we should be able to take a part of that those profits while you're on the table because we're the ones that got you that is to be prominent now as an yeah, as yeah. a uh, as an artist or an actor so i don't think it's right at all i mean like i could see like somebody helping you mm -hmm. and you know what i mean and you paying back and you know maybe more and what yeah. they invest in you but for somebody to just take a full control of what you have and yeah always say hey i'm getting a percentage off you even if you die yeah i'm still going to make money off you I, I don't think it's right well a lot of it has to do with because of the contract terms and i'll let this go but a lot of it has to do with the contract terms being for what they call in perpetuity which means forever mm -hmm. so dealing with copyright again copyright deals with life plus 70. so Whoa. the whole it means that the last living author 
or the last living writer. So we have Tupac on a song. We all know Tupac, rest in peace, is gone. But mm -hmm. he did songs with Snoop. He did songs with Dre. All of those songs that he's done with artists who are still alive, the life is still a part of that contract. Yeah. So it's still life until all of them die. Mm -hmm. And then it's plus 70 after that. So they will be making money off Tupac for a while. For a while. Ever. Which is Ever. why you have like a DJ Khaled who takes time to put his son on a record. Yeah. He has a son, I think his son is four. Mm -hmm. And Asad, he puts yeah. Assad, he puts Assad on his records. And it doesn't matter what percentage he gives them, as long as he's on the record, it's life plus 70. That's crazy. So a lot of these contracts take place and we're not really reading and paying attention to the language, which is a whole nother ordeal, mm -hmm. for sure. you know, as an artist. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, Juice, tell everybody how you got the name Juice Judah. Tell us where you from. Yeah, too. all, all oh, the yeah. good stuff. Uh, I'm from North Carolina, uh, from High Point to be exact. High Point? Yeah, High Rack, you know, yeah. High City. Uh, but um, how I got the name uh, Juice Judah, really, um, Y'all, um, you know, seen the movie Juice before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and like y'all know, uh, Bishop, you know, his podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. and he had the, um, he had the cut, was you know, mm -hmm. uh, was named the Bishop off the chest piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I got that cut, and you know, like it was a Juice cut, and then Judah just like was a nickname that I had like since I was kind of younger, and um, I just put it together one day like Juice Judah, like before, like it was um, a little reef, like mm -hmm. that was my first rap name. <laughs> And I didn't like it. I was just like, Shots out to Little Reef. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't sound like, uh, you know, marketable, you know, yeah. to me. Because, you know, Reef, like, you know, Reefer, you know, and yeah. I, I smoke weed, you know. So I didn't like it. So I just put Juice and Judah, and it just came together, and it just clicked. And it just okay. been, you know, Juice Judah for like going on like maybe seven, eight years now. So how long you been out here from High Point? Um, uh, a year and like a month. So okay. I, I moved out here last year of like January, February. Okay, so cool. yeah, about like a year, like in a month and a half. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, and how up. has that um, change been for you? Like, was it easy coming to LA from North Carolina? You, the difference or? Nah, uh, not really. Um, Because I don't have like no support cast out here. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, really hard to like adjust to like being out here by myself. And like, you know, the friends that I got out here now, I just made them like okay. along the way. Right. Yeah. But um, it was hard, you know, like just, you know, being you know, used to being around your mom, your son, your mm -hmm. family, your friends, to like being around no one that you know. Mm -hmm. And it was hard, so I had to like, you know, just keep my faith in God yeah. and just, you know, just stay focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, man, um, you've been working really hard, um, rapping and and uh, and uh, doing your, uh, your brand management and stuff like that. How's that been as an artist, keeping track of how you market yourself? You know, being Juice Judah, how do you market yourself? Um, it's been kind of hard just because I have like no label, like really no mm -hmm. support, just me and a few of my friends, you yeah. know, but, um, I just, you know, try to stay in the camera like as much as I can, you know, try to do interviews, shows, um, even when I'm like, you know, doing like, uh, the IG thing, like I always, yeah, yeah. you know, hashtag Juice Judah, yeah. you know, just mm -hmm. to market myself in any kind of way. I'm still learning. Yeah. I don't know so much cause I'm just a rapper. So yeah, I, like, yeah. I'm learning like, a, um, like it's like. It's like I go along the way. Mm -hmm. So like I'm just, you know what I mean, still trying to just take my time and really learn the game. But it's been going, you know, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's up. You yeah. know, uh, one of the things that's always important is, like you said, definitely being uh, present on social media. For mm -hmm. sure. Always, always, always be doing something. Always, always, always make sure you hashtag in and that you are sharing uh, your life. Because the thing about it is, is 
like we talked about earlier, um, is that it's so important to keep your fans engaged. Um, sure. You got those diehard fans, really right? You yeah. got those diehard fans. We talked about like uh, with, like the Britney, Britney Spears, Spears. Yeah. Michael Jackson, <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yeah, like sure. they could have found a, a live tape of the situation of whatever situation <laughs> happening, and you still yeah. would have had people like, I love Michael Jackson. Michael you know, mm-hmm. so. I like um, Michael still to this day. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, building those lifetime fans is is extremely important for the longevity of your career. Because I mean, especially like you performing anytime soon or um, I got a show maybe coming up on the 16th of next month. Okay, April. Okay. So, 16th yeah. of April. And I'm just trying to you know build like my audience and you know, yeah. see who I can actually bring. Because I've been doing like small venue shows, like house party shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the crowd has been you know. 50, 60, yeah, you know, like a nice crowd. So now, like, I'm trying to, like, trans, you know, form or maybe trans over to, like, a actual venue venue. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, see, yeah. like, who can I actually bring and see how many people will come support me. Yeah. Oh, so, nice. yeah, yeah. I think it's actually easier to, like, you know, market yourself nowadays because of the mm-hmm. internet. So and, like, how, like, so, like, Absolutely. like, just, like, much access that you yeah. have. Like, with TikTok. TikTok in the day. I, like, <laughs> I got a TikTok, but I don't know how to use it. Oh, like, <laughs> Yeah, social media is definitely very beneficial for people, especially uh, we were talking behind the scenes about the bad baby. Okay, so bad baby is the girl that was on um, Dr. Phil, Phil, the catch me outside girl. So she went from having that little 15 minutes of press to now she's a full blown rapper and on IG doing crazy numbers Mm -hmm. and getting crazy deals. But it was like she not really a rapper. Like if I don't know, maybe she was, and she maybe she had a feel for it, and always was there. I feel like though that was just her transition on how to keep that fame alive. Well, yeah. how do you feel about that? Because you're a rapper who takes yeah. it serious, right? Like yeah, this I'm, is your this is your bread and craft, butter. Like right. it's your craft, you this know. My life. But I mean, you got to get it how you live. So yeah. she took her 15, you know, seconds or. 15 minutes of fame and she turned it you know like into like an hour of fame yeah, yeah. so i can't really be mad at that like it's a hustle yeah you know i mean she did the right thing and she made all the right moves to make herself successful so yeah but as far as the rap end of it mm-hmm. i don't really respect it like you know i don't yeah, like yeah. her music you know mm-hmm. and i mean you know i don't want to hear personal, yeah, right? not not personal. Person, but i just don't listen to it i'm yeah. not a fan of it yeah. yeah. So who are some of uh, the people that you listen to or uh, growing up? Who 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 influenced you? Okay. Um. I got like a a old school like you know list, and I got a new school. Okay. List. Give it to so us. So my old school list, it would have to be like Eric B. Rockham. Yeah. Uh, KRS One, Nas, <laughs> uh, Jay Z. You know, Reasonable Doubt. Um, Wu Tang. Okay. Um, you know, for me, straight like, bars. You like yeah. lyrics, like nah, content. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Big L. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, my deep, just like real, uh, real like you know music. Um, right. Yeah. And like like even South, like I would have to go to like Outkast. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? Just you know music like that. But if we're gonna go into like the new age, mm-hmm. I would say um, J Cole. Okay. Um, North Carolina. Yeah. You know Kendrick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't really just Cole and Kendrick. Like I mean, I can't forget Fifty. Okay. You know, Fifty like he played like a big like you know part of me wanting to rap. You know, due to like his melodies mm-hmm. and like you know like you feel me stuff like that. So I would say you know I'm saying music like that. So I mean I don't mean to cut you off, but now just think about it like this: you brought up Fifty, who personally to me is not my favorite rapper by okay. any stretch yeah. at all. However, 
What I do love about 50 marketing. is his marketing, his business, oh, business savvy. Man, when he came in, like his whole ploy when he first came into the to, to the game was he talked about robbing, robbing everybody, yeah. right? Yeah. How to rob? Yeah. Right. <laughs> then he went to then he went to uh, when he when he finally got to a place where he can you know get to aftermath because mm -hmm. he did a lot of stuff before then. Yeah. yeah. But when he got to aftermath, he had a whole package. Mm -hmm. Like people don't realize as an artist. It's not about your bars. It's also about how marketable are you yeah, completely. Not for sure. Because he came in with the whole G unit, uh, swag, the gears, everything. 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 Yeah. I mean, in the water. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And and the thing about it is why the label was so apt to jump on him was not because he was rapping. I mean, everybody was rapping during that time. Not for sure, for sure. But he had a whole plan. He knew he was coming after. Uh, after a job ja rule, mm -hmm. he knew he yeah. had the G unit swag coming out. He already knew what the plan was in in picking up game. And he had the movie come out too to get rich and die trying all that wrapped yeah. in. All yeah. of that. So it was a strategic plan. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and it was very very. Uh, this is stuff that this is the work that he had did before he got signed. So mm -hmm. this is stuff and contracts that he had set up in the contingent that he got signed. Mm -hmm. So with or without aftermath, this was gonna happen. Not for mm -hmm. sure. And by him being signed to Aftermath, then he was able to bring in Aftermath Shady. Then he was able to bring in, you know, the game. Which, Buck, Lloyd Banks. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Tony Yayo, yeah. Exactly, right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. G-Unit had a straight, a whole thing. They were a yeah. whole thing for, like, a Early couple summers. Yeah. 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 And they was yeah. They bangers. were the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I want to ask this. So how do you feel? Okay, you have an EP out now, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. What's the name of it? Four. Go get that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Four. Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, Apple. Go get it. YouTube. Just go find it, please. <laughs> so why did you? Why did you call? Why did you uh, call the album four? Um. Well, it's four songs. Okay. Um. You know, skits in between. Um. Four is like my favorite number. You know, and I ain't wanna like you know um, for me give them too much. Mm -hmm. You know, I ain't wanna um, you know do too much. I I didn't wanna give you know like okay for me going back on like the little Uzi um, you know uh, his album mm -hmm. he dropped what like damn near thirty songs yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. nobody's really wanna listen to a whole project with thirty, 30 songs. songs. But that's very strategic and getting out of contract. But Go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But with me, because I'm not in a contract and I'm yeah, just yeah, starting yeah, off, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to give people too much so they be like, I'm tired of listening right. to it. So Absolutely. I gave them four just enough to where they're going to want more. Yeah, four right. rocks. Yeah. I got just, that. You know, for me, four like fire tracks. Mm -hmm. And then they might be like, okay, well, we want more. Yeah, mm -hmm. And then so I see like, you know, like my numbers and, you know, everything like that. And then I go from there. Mm -hmm. So they're like, that's why. So okay. how do people feel? How do you feel about mixtapes? Remember, mixtapes was a thing. Mixtapes, um, I feel yeah. a lot of people got on because of mixtapes. Yeah, you know, I, I respect mixtapes. See, like, like with mixtapes, you could actually like make what type of music you want. Like, right. you can make uh, freestyles. You know, uh, just fun songs. So, like, I respect mixtapes. Will I'm, you do what? I will. Okay. I will. Be looking for that. It's definitely one of those things. It's hard, harder now because I mean, it was one of those things where you know, coming from Brooklyn, like you had the the selling the bodegas were involved in it like it was it was all the different you just had a entities. crazy street team yeah, street right. accessible yeah that was, that made it accessible and was actually passing them out selling them making sure that the prop the product was on the street mm -hmm. for sure mm -hmm. so it's harder now because nobody got media, yeah everybody's social media. Media. Everything. you can't even everything. I mean most of these cars nowadays don't even have a, a CD player nah for sure so I mean for those people out there <laughs> on Venice 
for me, I understand, I respect the hustle. At the same time, I'm just like, bro, you still trying to sell weed and it's dispensaries now. Like, <laughs> it's like, and your price is higher than the dispensary. That goes to show the black market is never ever going to go anywhere. No, okay? I don't respect it too. Yeah. But you yeah. got to be smart with your hustle. That's true. You, you could thrive off the black market. You yeah. got to be strategic. Yeah, yeah. exactly. How to like go through loopholes yeah. and exactly. to make your money. So which yeah. is what the which is what the mixtapes were. They yeah, were yeah. a loophole. Correct. For they sure. were definitely a loophole because it definitely provided an opportunity for artists signed and unsigned. Mm -hmm to be able to sell mixtapes mm -hmm. and even for some of the artists who were on a major label a lot of them talking about the black market bought their albums for sure yeah. like they had sure. you know people connected with lots of money that that's the reason why these artists was going gold the first week out mm -hmm. is because they was buying a whole truckload of albums and then they go out and sell them on the street exactly. resell them on the street mm -hmm. yeah for sure so yeah it was it's definitely a hustler's Mentality. I mean, I'm a fan of the mixtapes. I really do feel like we need to get back to that. It's at the end of the day, it's content. You want to just keep putting out as much content as possible. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And if you do want to get it out there, put it up on SoundCloud. Put it up on here. Put it up on there. Mm -hmm. And do a hard copy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know who taught us the value of the hard copies? Nipsey. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Like absolutely. that was a big mm -hmm. thing for him when he sold his album for like a thousand bucks. Yeah. It was either a hundred or a thousand. And Jay-Z bought a bunch. Yeah. Okay. He, he yeah. sold them for a thousand. He only did a uh, hundred copies. Okay, there we yeah. go. He did a so, hundred copies for a thousand bucks. So, you know, yeah. put value behind what you do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? At the end of the day, actually Jay-Z bought ten of them. Yeah. 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 He bought ten of them. So um that's dope. I I really so who what is your sound? What 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 is Juice Judas sound? Uh, hip hop. Okay. Mm, just like hip hop. Um, yeah, that's it. Really. But what does that mean today? Cause you know they classifying. You know they classifying Young Thug as hip hop. Nah. You know. Nah. They nah. classifying. <laughs> they classifying. No, like, listen, I like Young Thug. Like mm -hmm. when I'm in a different, you know, mindset or yeah. mood, I would listen to Young Thug. He's creative. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What I mean by hip hop, I mean good sixteens. Okay. Mm, you know, good hooks. Content. Yeah, really like good. Music with substance, right? You know, like where you hear, like you know, like some songs, and you can get a message from. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nowadays, songs you just you just listening to it just for a beat or for a melody, and you can't really get a message. Mm. So that's what I mean by hip hop. It's like you know, cause back in the day when they made songs, it was you know something that like you could really like you know for me take note of and like yeah, okay, like yeah. I see where they coming from. Yeah, right. So, Actual yeah. lyricist. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> No, well, I mean, like you mentioned before, like your greats, I mean, Nas, Jay-Z, you know, For Reasonable sure. Doubt, like those guys, Rakim, Eric B, I mean, wow. those, I mean, those guys were really dropping major bars. Mm -hmm. um, For sure. Even, uh, man, he, I don't know why I can't think of his name right now, but yeah, there's a lot of artists that was dropping major bars For sure. around that time. Mm -hmm. You know, DMX. A lot of people don't oh, want to get DMX's credit. No, no, DMX, DMX is the fire. Yo, DMX Absolutely. had and was saying some shit like, yeah, all his albums. Like DMX to me is a living legend for sure, Absolutely. and he's put all his pain yeah. in his music. You know yeah. what I mean? Everything he's been through. Yeah, yeah sure. um, I honestly would venture to say, on some degree, mm -hmm. and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like not quite as. Uh, not quite the same, but close. T Grizzly is T Grizzly is is pulling that DMX chord, <sighs> not necessarily in tone, but okay. in a lot of the anger and a lot of the aggression in which you. he's approaching his music. I mean, the bars that he's dropping this doesn't necessarily have the same flow, okay. but I'm just saying like content, serious lyrics. 
um, having a um, his approach. Like his approach is different. Two different approaches. Right, right, right. But what I'm saying is, in his content, the stuff that he's talking about is. It is to me, he, he has some real passion yeah. and real aggression okay. about it. I can see. Okay. And you know, yeah. I can see because X was the guy. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. X was up there with like Hope. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he was battling Hope in yeah. the backstage and like he was really. Yeah, fired, yeah absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. T Grizz, old man. I'm... He's young, but I mean, he's not like these young cats that's out he's right not. now. He's not like okay. your amigos. You know what I mean? Okay. He's not like yeah. your... He really do be rapping. He's, exactly. He's really be yeah. I don't necessarily like his cadence. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm saying is the content. He got that D cadence. Exactly. Like, you know, like, Detroit rappers, I like y'all, but y'all don't rap on beat. No. Not at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all do not rap on what beat. What about Big Sean? He, well, he he's probably one of the few. He okay. Did. Okay. But he spent a lot of time in LA. A lot of people don't know Big Sean been in LA for a long okay. time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he yeah. he definitely been out here working. Mm -hmm. He was up. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. I'm interested. So what is your process, Juice? Is it the beat first? Do you write the song first? What what is the process when putting a track together or a song? That's crazy because I was just you know really having this conversation with somebody the other day, um, and like my first process, like when I first started making music, was I would like. Go on YouTube, mm -hmm. listen to the beat, write down, you know, write from like hook mm -hmm. to verse, verse, you know, hook, whatever. And then I would just go over it 10, 15 times before I went to the studio. Okay. That way I'd go in there and I'd be good. Like mm -hmm. I damn near like remember it without having to read it off paper. Mm -hmm. And like as I got better, I just now like I could go into a session and they could pull up a, you know, beat and I just hear it and I just start rapping. I don't really, and like, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, say this because like, I love writing, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, like, I think I'm a writer first, mm -hmm. but sometimes like, I can hear a beat and just don't have to write to just it, come from and yourself. just, yeah, like, yeah. Know, like, really come, you know what I mean, deep down, mm -hmm. so like, it's, it's different ways, you know, I mean, sometimes I might write, and sometimes I might go in there and don't write anything and just go off my head, mm -hmm. okay. so it's just like how I'm feeling that day. That's interesting, yeah. okay, okay. But, but I love to write though, like, you know. Writing first. So who's some of the artists that you would like to uh, work with right now? Like if somebody was to pick up that phone and say, yo, Juice, I need that fire. What you got? Mm. Um, Cole. J. Cole. J. Cole. Yeah. Um, maybe out west, maybe Kendrick, mm -hmm. uh, YG. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to do a song with Nipsey. You know, uh, uh, yes. me? Like I would have yes. loved, like yeah, I would have loved to do a song with him. Yes. Um, but yeah, those like maybe some of the uh, you know rappers that I would like want to do a song with. You know what I mean? Now, now, you know Nipsey speaking about like real, real rappers, mm -hmm. really talking. You know, real, real, real spit. He really spent a lot of time working on his craft. Like yeah. he just sure. didn't. Like everybody's oh the marathon, marathon. Like no, I remember Nipsey when he was dropping mixtapes. Like. Yeah. Back in the day, like Slauson boy, you I know what I mean? Like, had the braids like like yeah. mine exactly. going down instead of like exactly. the ones back back. I remember yeah, exactly. when he had the facial hair, exactly mm -hmm. big tees and a big you know and uh, the big clothes. Malcolm X, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like that's like yeah. I was on nip way then, yeah. way back. Yeah. You know what I mean, way yeah. then. So yeah, yeah. So we're definitely gonna get into your one of your songs off of your EP four. Um, I think track we got right now is, uh, is it. Uplift, uplift. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're yeah. definitely gonna get into that briefly. Just tell everybody what was the what was the thought behind this song? About how did you create? Why why uplift? Um, it was like a motivational song for me. Okay. Like uh, that's the last song of the EP, mm -hmm. and it's like 
I'm talking about like from everything from my mom to my son. She's actually in the song. Um, it's like a very like you know motivational song, and it's actually my favorite song like of the whole project just nice. because it meant so much to me. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into that uplift. Check it out. Hey yo, gang, yeah, you a fool for this one, my nigga. Choose you. I'm saying every day, you know what I'm saying, niggas is trying to uplift. For sure. Ah. Uh. Yeah. I know some fake niggas switched up Walking links, nigga moving like a bridge truck Act hard, he lost his life, he got cleaned up It's a celebration every time we leak up Move left, move right, niggas across the road In the hood, niggas moving packs with bacon soda I'm just trying to cop the range and maybe push the rover He come down, he got killed, he thought the beef was over yeah. On the corner with niggas catching case No Thanksgiving, but niggas eating from paper plates I had to watch my rain, but noodles turned into lots of steak Open my eyes, I had to see the real from the fake dad And I wonder why these niggas hate that But I won't let you take it off my plate Pack land, we bust it down, it's a figure eight Get some money, you die young, so pick your fate uh, Niggas change when that money come Hit a lick, that shit was sweet like a honey bun Fuck a fair fight, nigga ain't no one-on-ones I see my son down to talk, yeah, one-on-one uh, what's a king to a pawn? What's a lake to a swan? What's a gangster to a dog? Uh, yeah, what's a rolling to a arm? What's a picture when it's drawn? What's a heart when it's torn? Uh, yeah, on the corner with niggas catching case. No Thanksgiving, but niggas eating from paper plates. I had to watch my Raymond noodles turn into lobster steak. Open my eyes, I had to see the real from the fake then. And I wonder why these niggas hate that. But I won't let you take it off my plate. Pack land, we bust it down, it's a figure eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was a single mother growing up, you know, mm -hmm. and um, you know, she took care of, like you know me and you know both my sisters. Mm -hmm. You know, she's like my dad, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, just seeing her like you know from where she came from to where she is now, mm -hmm. um, it's like a blessing to like you know be able to learn something you know from a strong black woman like that. Mm -hmm. So that's why like you know she's like my, my like my most motivation is because the things that she instilled in me. That's mm -hmm. you know like when I was younger, you know what I mean? And like, you know, she made me like, you know, who I am today. So yeah. Shout out to the strong black women out yeah, there. Oh, the strong ones. mothers out there that's holding it down for all these uh, single families. And, yeah. and even in the, you know, the joint families. For Shout sure. out to all you mothers that are holding it down of all nationalities. For sure. Yeah. So, so you have a son. Yeah. How old is he? He's six. Um, His name is Elijah. Elijah. Yeah. Elijah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's my dog. Logic All right. obviously is motivation as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so would you want your son to be a rapper? No. Um He said that's strong. Yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, no. no. Um nah, I just want my son to be, you know, I mean now if he chose to, mm -hmm. then I would support him in like, you know, whatever he wants to be. But yeah, yeah. if I could have any type of um say so in it, I would just want him to be Something different, mm -hmm. you know, so, like yeah. whether it's, you know, and I'm not going to be cliche and say doctor or lawyer, mm -hmm. just something else, you know, okay. whatever he wants to be. But I wouldn't recommend him being in well, the music industry. Well, right. to, to go along with that, you know, you did mention doctor lawyer. I will be honest with you and tell you, um, I think it is more important and more of a, we need to make it as a community more of a priority for us to be 
doctors and lawyers. No, like I respect them. You know, yeah. and I'm not saying yeah, that not you, sure. you know for your son because I, you know, I got my own kids too. Um, it's one of those things where you realize like, yo, we spending too much time in the creative space, which yeah. is dope, yeah. and we are great at that. For sure. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough of us owning these basketball teams. For it's sure. not enough of us being owning business, you know, man these football savvy, teams. Yeah, right. Sure. Being being business savvy as a man and woman, you know, how are we actually? taking advantage of the opportunities that are presenting themselves instead of just being the creative within that space. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Gotcha. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking to, you know, make sure, like, my daughter, she's going, you know, she's do- doing kinesiology. She wants to be a doctor of physical therapy. For sure. I'm like, cool, as long as it's doctor, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's doctor <laughs> sometimes, I'm good. Yeah. So, I mean, I actually think, too, like, those, you know, should be the people who get paid, you know, the millions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the doctors, the teachers, yes. you know, yeah. like the firefighters, because yeah. those are the ones who's like shaping and molding the youth. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Correct. For me, helping us and everything. Like, yeah. I think, you know, basketball players, football players is cool, but I think they get too much praise, you know? Like, yeah. I think they get paid too much. And like, I really think sports is like a distraction mm. from what's going on. And like society. Well, well, it's definitely a relief. And, and it's funny you mentioned that because there's, I forget what country it is. Uh, I don't know if it's, it's one of the, the, the Asian countries. Excuse me. I don't know if it's Taiwan or Malaysia. It's one of the Asian countries, but they make it a priority mm-hmm. where the teachers are like LeBron James. Yeah, for sure. Like, I forgot what country that's it, how it is. should be. And they get paid. Yeah. Like LeBron. Like they yeah. have. They, I'm not joking. They have they have whole billboards well, yeah, for with sure. their for faces the on it. Yes, yeah. that because they're molding the kids. Mm-hmm. Like they're really helping. Absolutely, them yeah. absolutely. And and you you understand why you know uh, one of the in my master's <clears throat> program where I was working in, we had this uh, young lady. She was from Indonesia, and like she was so freaking organized. Yeah. I mean, you talking about could put together a spreadsheet and and all work through Excel and have your whole life organized. Yeah. Like she was on it. Yeah. She was sure. on it. And it's she was young. She was young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you kind of tell the difference of how in the States we have so much freedom. Yeah, for sure. That at times, like you said, it can be a distraction. So we're spending a lot of time Focused on a lot of the sports, and yeah. we're missing out on stuff that's really important. Stuff that's really happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, you know, definitely those of y'all that's rapping. What I do love about what you're doing is you aren't just talking about the, you know, the the regular bullshit mm-hmm. that could be thrown out there. Mm-hmm. You know, Drugs, as a rapper, you know, sex, you you actually taking time to talk about even within that you're talking your life, but even within that you're talking, you know. Um, Articulately about those situations, sure. which makes a major difference. I mean, yeah, for sure, because you have a big, you know, platform, and like, you know, rappers like they're probably more powerful than anybody because their voice is being heard, you know, mm-hmm. to oh, millions. Yeah. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I like, I like, you know, really believe that you should always, you know, be aware and maybe like, you know, conscious of what you're like feeding it to people mm, because yeah. it takes yeah. like a big toll if you're like giving yeah. the wrong message well yeah because it gets into like you mentioned uh we've heard so many times before mm-hmm. it's like life and death lie in the tongue so mm-hmm. yeah. you know biggie smalls i'm um, going going back to cali live and die in la mm-hmm. with tupac for sure um all of those things that they talk about life after death he named a whole album yeah <laughs> for sure you know behind that it, it's 
it's one of those things where you have to really be careful how you speak yes. to certain things. Yeah. Yes. Because you can speak stuff into existence. Exactly. Uh, everything. Manifestation everything. is yeah. real. Real. Manifest, real world. Yeah. So what are you manifest what are you manifesting for your career uh coming up? <laughs> uh that I just I get seen by, you know, a, a mass or like a like a broader audience. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I don't even want to be famous. I just wanna just, you know, you know, have some money. Yeah, you know, <laughs> look, be yeah, I ain't gotta be known like because I see how Nipsey, you know, took his, you know, um, his path into the music. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. He came out like I think 2009 or 10, like mm -hmm. in the same classes, Drake mm -hmm. and you know Kendrick and all of them. I think, but he didn't like excel as fast as them. Nope. Right, but he didn't take the deals exactly that they took. He was he smart. He was smart. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. he took his time, and that's mm -hmm. you know like that's the marathon. Like he mm -hmm. took his time, and like he just stayed in his lane. Yeah, and, you know, like he took you know. Time with it. Not only that, everything when he died, everything that was his, he owned. Oh. Yeah, smart. It, it smart. wasn't like you know, like Kanye West right now is still trying to get his publishing back. Yeah, and Kanye West been out since how long? Ever. Right. He signed the craziest deal. Yeah, yeah. So to not be able to have your publishing, which we were talking about earlier, with an artist is <coughs> publishing is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's a huge part of the puzzle. Now, is that more important your master's? Well, so, so the thing is, your master's and your publishing is two different situations mm -hmm. that, that both help your career. Mm -hmm. Dealing with your master's deals with, that's actually the most important right. of all of it. Because the master's is always going to make some money. Sure. Along with your copyright. The master has to pay right. Right. Okay. okay. Your publishing, on the other hand, is important because that's what gets sent out to the various placements. So that should music be used. Your syncs, okay. right? Okay. So you want to be on TV. That's a that's a publishing situation. You want to be on a movie. That's a publishing situation. You want to be in a commercial or publishing. some. Yeah. That's all publishing. So. It does attach to your masters, but however, for example, when I was working for American Idol, they didn't request the master okay. because they only needed the publisher. The they, well, no, they only needed the copyright because oh. they were going to do a derivative work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the master means that that's the final copy we're going to use. Mm -hmm. Okay. But if I want to do a rendition of your song, all I need is the copyright. Okay. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So there's different ways to, to to maneuver. So yes, the master is, is definitely important mm -hmm. when people are using the final copy. Gotcha. But gotcha. when people want to use uh, or create a derivative work or remix, mm -hmm. all I need is copyright. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yep. Smart man, man. Well, you know, I'm, yeah. uh, you know hey, man, I'm trying Smart to help man. these young Something folks. Something to God. Trying to help these young folks. <laughs> so, Juice, um, you're a young man. Are you, mm -hmm. are you dating? Are you Are you got a love life going on over there? Look at this yeah. smile, ladies. Look at yeah. this smile. What's her name? Lit up like that. <laughs> <laughs> somebody yeah. got your nose wide open. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I'm seeing somebody. Yeah. All right. So, what is it like in your DMs? Is it like girls finding a DM like crazy? Uh, 50 50. You know. <laughs> I try not to, uh, you know, <laughs> like indulge or okay. like entertain, you know, certain women or like really all women, you know, stuff for my women. So that's dope. Yeah, respect, yeah, respect. Yeah. And what's it like when you perform? How do you deal with like, um, you know, wild fans, female fans, or anything like that? Like, do you? I mean, you so know, you know, when you got a Kyle on you, you know how you how you get her off. Nah, I mean, I try to like, you know, show like the same respect, okay. you know, to all my fans, you know, uh, men and women, you know, mm -hmm. I yeah. try not to treat no one 
with like um favoritism. Okay. So I try okay. to just, you know, be respectful. It do, you know, be some girls that, you know, or you know, women that be on me, but I try to just show love and you know just you know what i mean just keep it like that you know? so, so here's the question then i mean because you understand the <laughs> gravitas of being an artist and being in those type of situations so you know the baby yeah. a couple of weeks ago found his way to put the hands i mean he slapped the yeah. the shite the shite and the soul out of, out of this girl ain't yeah. no way and it was all i mean he did first of all he, he didn't even hit the right one yeah but Definitely. He shouldn't hit him at all, but he didn't even hit the right one. Um, how do you feel about situations like that? I mean, you guys uh, that want to be artists, you don't want to be famous. And I get it, but you put yourself in these positions where, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of unavoidable, you know. <laughs> I just think uh, no matter what, though, you know, you should, you know, never, you know, for me, never put your hands on a woman. Yeah, um, I ain't perfect, you know. I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, been yeah. situations, but I think when you like at a certain status, you, you know, you should kind of know better. Thank but shout you. out to the baby though, you know, he, like he repping Carolina though. So yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that's a, a bad, uh, uh, angry baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but then it, like I don't know like too much on the situation, so I can't really, you know, what I mean, like shed light or you know, like really, you know, speak on it too much, but. I believe too that like you gotta respect artists and you know give them that space. Space, so, absolutely. Okay. You know, absolutely. Like, you know, that's a very like, you know for sure. That's a big point. Um, a lot of fans are forgetting to respect that these that these artists are people, people. Yeah. and they need their they yeah, need their space sure. because we make light of it and everything like that. But if you watch the video, the lady clearly hit him with the phone like yeah, she like, like boxed yeah, him on the side yeah, of the head, so, you know. And then, you know, look, I understand response, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm the type, I'll tell you right now, I'm the type where if soon as my space is violated, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, like, we, sure. we going to blows. But I, I it's mean, that simple. I think when you at that big, like, you know, like top tier, you need to have people who going to handle that for Thank you. And he you. does. You know, so I would rather for he my does. security guard to hit he her does. than me Thank to you. hit her. He does. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. how I see it. Like, you know, when you got, you know, security guards, you know, for me, like, you know, for me, stuff like that, yeah. they need to handle that. Right. Now, now, so I do a music review, um, mm -hmm. and usually I'm definitely showcasing like a lot of the artists. But I had a question for you: Are there any North Carolina artists right now, besides yourself, mm -hmm. that you want to shine a little light on that I could find really quick? Oh man, like from my area? From your area? Ah oh, man, uh, yeah, we got um. Uh, Juice Willis. You juice, know? juice Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody in North Carolina got juice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like juice. my cousin, actually. You know, Juice Willis. Yeah. Mm hmm Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Juice Willis, we about to let y'all know. Um, give y'all a little taste. This is called Hundred Degrees. Hundred. Not one hundred. Hundred degrees. All right. So check this out. We about to hit y'all over the head with some. With some new music. Check this out. Juice Willis. The Mahogany Dog Podcast. I'll be keeping shit hot at 100 degrees. Tattoos when I pull up my sleeves. You know it's a movie when I'm on the scene. Hold up, hold up, nigga, don't fuck with me. Better bad plays, just bust down a pee. New J's, I just caught them next week. Texting niggas, yeah, ain't shit for free. I be everywhere, bitch, you know where I be. Say you want smoke, but pull up on me, cause.
is where I'm from, we'll deliver the beef They got me confused that they mention it me Same people when they see me, they speak the Same people when the internet beat me The same people saying send me some beats I'm rolling up dope, just pass me the leaf But no, it does, we don't get you this week Right Yo, pull up, pull up, though. Juice, Juice Woods. Make sure you Judas check out. Song. Make sure you I check know out. that. I definitely gotta hear that. What's that one? I know that. I know that. I know that. All right, for sure. Let's this is on the EP, too, y'all. Four. Make sure. Just, just a single, you know. Just a single. Yeah, just a single. All right, I know that. Got you. So, one question I'm asked why Boss Seven's pulling that up. Um, and this is kind of my thing. You know, I, I like to ask weird questions. Okay. <laughs> This one pertains around fruit. I kind of ask all artists because I like to, you know, just see where your head is. Okay. If you could be a fruit, what kind would you be and why? Pineapple. Ooh. Pineapple. All right. <laughs> Hit me with that. Why? Uh, I mean, for one, it's good for you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's good, you know, tasteful. But the way that it's structured, okay. it's structured like a house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like a foundation for me that is actually built. So. That's why I would be a pineapple, okay. you know what I mean? Because it's it's like a house. Like you ever seen SpongeBob have yeah, a house with yeah. pineapple? It's actually <laughs> like a house. So it's like you know, like a lot of structure and like you know, foundation. Okay, good. I'm gonna say with the good friend uh, Stephen L. Stephen A. Smith says all the time. Stay off the weed. <laughs> I'm joking. Nah, I ain't even high right now. I'm messing with you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got this uh, song called. Um, my phone did. <laughs> I know that by Juice Judah. Check it out. Hey, you already know that shit, nigga. It's Juice Judah, nigga. If you didn't know, now you know, bitch. Use my language. <laughs> they say you stand fly, bitch. I know that. Yeah. They say you getting money, bitch. I know that. Yeah. They say you fucking hoes, bitch. I know that. Yeah. They say you stand down, bitch. I know that. Juice Judah, get the blow that. Young black nigga and I'm ballin' like Kodak You already know I get my money and I blow that Got so much dough I got the high, can never show that I am that nigga and I ball like Splash I am that nigga, get the dough, get the cash I am that nigga, what you saying? I spin it fast I am that nigga, double back and make it last Vroom vroom, they say I'm getting dollars I need that, yeah They say you stand fresh, believe that, yeah where your fucking dope? Where your cheese at? Ooh, camera for the flash, nigga, cheese that. They say you stand fly, bitch, I know that. Yeah, they say you getting money, bitch, I know that. Yeah, they say you fucking hoes, bitch, I know that. Yeah, they say you stand down, bitch, I know that. Come on, man. Oh, you singing too? Yeah, little homie. All right, y'all gotta scream that. Y'all gotta scream that. I'm not gonna get all that. We about to scream that, all right? So man, look, you know, I can't have you come on the show. You talk about you a rapper, you know what I'm saying? And sure. you don't get on there and freestyle, you know what I'm saying? So sure. we got we, we gotta right hear the now. juice, man. You got the juice? Yeah, I got the juice. You got the juice? All it's right. Worth the squeeze. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth the squeeze. Just like a pineapple. For sure. Just like a pineapple. Alright, so we're gonna get into this. Uh, what's the, what's the track we got? This, this track for this uh, freestyle. Cameron, what's what's the name of this song? I don't even know. I just like the beat. He just like the beat. Like the See, beat. this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, he just like the beat. We about to get y'all off the head with some of this. So we're gonna get that queued up, Tanya. Hi, Tanya. 
when we get that queued up, let me know so we can go ahead and get my man Juice Judah this heat real quick. Shout out to our sound engineer, Tanya. Tanya is She's a badass doing her doing thingy. Damn thing. Shout out to TK, producer extraordinaire. Yeah. Got the Illis, Illis podcast oh, team. Let's just, oh. let's just point blank. You know what I mean? You go out there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven, I'm going to hear you rap one day, too. Oh, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> my, you ain't my, got them bars? My album already dropped. So. Oh, what? <laughs> what can I follow you with? <laughs> it, it dropped and it never came back up. <laughs> That's bars. I got the heavy bars. He dropped in the sea, never came back up. You know what I'm saying? Ain't not never. How we doing, Tony? All right, I'm about to start it right now. All right, coming at you. Let me know if you need a little more. Exclusivity here. Can you so? Yeah, ready, folks. Gotta be careful for niggas that's behind you You might be dead laid up in the alley where they find you I'm giving them four like two times two Bitch nigga ain't had a heart like John Q I say my balls so bright that my shits might blind you And lately a lot of shit I've been going through And mom you can't tell that this what I was born to do You get on and rest with niggas transforming to You see the signs but it still ain't no warning you Into this rap shit I put in time and dedication I rise over madness like mind elevation A nigga like me don't mind patiently waiting Cause I plot like a Haitian Slow we like a Jamaican And that's why your boy don't have no frustration I can't tell niggas about the money that I'm making The hoes that I'm dating Cause that was called hating motherfucker Thank you, Tanya. Thank you, Tanya. Yeah. Yo, that was fire. <laughs> yeah, appreciate it, man. I ain't yeah. want to give them too much. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just rapping too much. Man, they're going to have to find that one. Nah, for sure. For they're going to sure. have to find that one straight <laughs> off the dome, huh? Yeah. Well, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it, Juice. You definitely, you know, are a young, smart dude. Definitely talented. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? You're on your way. Thank you for coming to us. Thank the Mahogany Door Podcast Absolutely. and blessing sure. us. You, you, yeah. whenever you want to come back, you, you know, what I'm saying you got a home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime. Um, let everybody know where they can find you on social media and such. Um, you can find me um, at Juice Judah. That's J U I C E J U D A H. Um, on anything on Twitter, um, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, yeah, just you feel me. Type in Juice Judah and you'll be able to find me. For sure, for sure. Man, we really appreciate you coming out, hanging out with us at the Monogamy Door Podcast. And you know how this go. We want to see y'all again. We always hitting y'all over the head with new ideas, new artists, new fresh, new game. And you can get your news updates a week (laughs) late. See what I did? That's bars. Bars! Right here at the Mahogany Door Podcast. Catch us on all the platforms. The Mahogany Door Podcast. I'm your boy Seven. I'm your girl K Wonder. We had my man Juice Judah in yes. here doing it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll see y'all next time. We love y'all. Peace.